Together, we are to take this gospel. Under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the second part of it. Because it says the Holy Spirit, we said earlier, the Holy Spirit enables them to evangelize in the power of the Spirit with accompanying supernatural signs. Mark 16, verses 12 through 20. Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever, whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick, and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up to heaven, and he said at the right hand of God, Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by signs following. How many of you are ready to go out and preach the word, believing God to provide, believing the Holy Spirit to empower you to provide the signs following? How many believe you're ready for that? How many want to do that? Let's put it that way. Bible says in Acts chapter 4 verses 29 and 31 when they had been persecuted and they went to God and prayed it said the place where they were assembled was shaken. They weren't discouraged. They didn't give up. They just went right on. What is the ministry of the leader to the body, to the church, Christian Outreach Center in this evangelization of the world? I believe it is to equip with training and teaching those who wish to be and are really witnesses. I don't believe it's the ministry of the pastoral staff to do all the evangelization. Nor do I believe merely having what we call a revival is evangelization. I believe that the ministry of the leader here is to preach so as to instruct and inspire people to be better witnesses, to win people to Christ, their family, their co-workers, their neighbors. Because as I read the New Testament, it was not great outreach campaigns that built the church. It was the witness of the individual believers. I believe that there are places where you need to be ministering right now, where you need to be witnessing, talking about Christ, that you have either been shy or timid, or you've been silenced for whatever reason, but you've been placed in a strategic place to reach people that are shakers and movers in the kingdom of God that have not yet been born again. And you, you individually, are key to reaching them. I will probably never even meet them. The next Billy Graham is out there. Think about it. You go back and you begin to research the great leaders of the church and you'll find out that it was the lay people who had the greatest impact on their life. Just for a minute, think about it yourself. Who won you to the Lord? Was there not a brother or sister in Christ, a mom or dad or somebody that so revealed Christ to you that you wanted to get saved? Now, maybe you went to an altar in a church as I did, but you know what? I got saved way before I went to that altar. That altar was the public confession of my faith. But truly, I had made up my mind before I ever got to that altar that I was going to get saved. I've told you before, it wasn't the preacher. God knows it wasn't the preacher. I didn't like him. It really wasn't wasn't altogether the pastor. It was the members because I worked in a company where one of the members of that church worked and I watched his witness. I watched the witness of the phonies and I watched his witness. The phonies fueled my disdain for the church. Can you say amen? We call them hypocrites. And I watched this man. He was sweet. He was kind. He was gentle. 
But he lived by a higher standard of moral, spiritual ethics than I had ever seen. And he lived it on the job. When I was invited to go to church by my wife and I went to this little church, there he was. I didn't know he went to that church. We went to several churches. She wanted us to visit around and we visited around. We shopped. Church shopped. How many of you have ever church shopped? Don't raise your hands. And I encourage it. I encourage you to church shop. Just not right now. And some of the churches we went into, there were some of the people I worked with. And their witness did not encourage me to want to go to that church. But see, I was lost. Any church would have satisfied me. She needed a church. I didn't need a church. As a result, we wound up in a little Assembly of God church that loved us and demonstrated the power of God and the love of God. And you need both. Not only inside the four walls, but where I worked, in my neighborhood, Christ became real to me. They put flesh and bone on Christ. And I watched and I thought about it and I made up my mind. And when that preacher gave that invitation, I was saved before I ever left the pew. What happened? Peace. Peace beyond description, peace beyond comprehension settled in on me and stayed there. 